Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Competent Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Mia. And I'm DeCoria. And the gang is back, 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 and back, back. I know I promised y'all like two episodes one weekend, a weekend ago, but just know stuff is coming. <laughs> stuff is coming. Um, we still are pretty good on our upload schedule. Thank you guys for always being along with us for the ride. We hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. Um, and with you wearing sunscreen, a mask, and drinking your water. Friends, how are we? How are you doing, uh, Marin? Um, I'm doing fine. I am a little disappointed that the temperature is not dropping outside. Uh, <laughs> yeah, say that for the cold. You don't understand them 20 minutes, them 20 to 30 minutes outside on the playground every day really be tiring me out they took me out this week um and we have no shade on that playground so (laughs) that's a A plus that while trying to be vigilant and make sure children don't break bones yeah (laughs) brain on zero um how are we doing Corey? uh pretty good just been working i found a new tiktok page of this guy who takes care of two tortoises so i've been obsessed with that Ooh, please send me i love turtles (laughs) please (laughs) send me i love turtles um and how are we doing nia uh better today um i was unfortunately sick um had some bad food and so luckily it didn't last for months like my previous stomach virus i feel like that last whatever i had the first time from that darned olive garden will never eat there again um from that (laughs) olive garden like like was debilitating might have been terrible e coli level so whatever i had today is just like a temporary thing so i'm getting better great 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 um my labor day weekend was chill i had a lot to I had a lot of, I was, well, I was menstruating, which was awful. Also, fun fact, I learned that menstruating are just one centimeter contractions. And the way I be feeling pain, you can best believe your girl is not going to be ever doing a natural birth if I ever decide to have children. (laughs) When somebody said one centimeter, I said, you're lying to me. You're probably not, but still, that is ridiculous. Um, the human body is amazing, but you know, it was chill. Went to this four day week with my, my lovely little children at my lovely little job and I'm glad the week's over. Um, I was going to say something else. Anyway, <laughs> this week we decided, oh, I'm almost done with my Percy Reed Jackson reread. I'm on the last book of the second five books which is the blood of olympus and i low-key spoiled myself about what happens in the next five books because i don't plan on reading them i fucking hate wiki fandom but you know keep the the side alive (laughs) keep the side alive but i need disney to get their shit together so i can watch my children on disney which is crazy because rick rorden said he wasn't gonna write anymore Percy Jackson books, and now that the series coming out, why are we getting another Percy Jackson book? He's like, I'm, I'm suddenly inspired. I'm suddenly inspired. The capitalism speaks to me, which means Disney is gonna try to make this its next <laughs> big thing, which I means I need them to get their like, shit together, hmm. huh? I, did, I, know, so I can imagine him being like, hmm, I really did make money off of this, didn't I? Right. Because <laughs> the movie <laughs> flopped. The first movie flopped, and we were just like, maybe we'll never get a good rendition. And then they pull out all the stops and give me a black Annabeth? Come on, now! Alright. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. We're back on our movie grind. Specifically, black film. Today, we're going to be talking about Love Jones. Which is a 1997 American romantic comedy drama filmed and written and directed by Theodore Witcher in his feature film directing debut. This film stars Lawrence Tate, Neil Long, Isaiah Washington, Bill Bellamy, and Lisa Nicole Carlson. 
Um, two of the poems recited by Nia's own character was written by Sonia Sanchez and are included in her book, like The Sinking Coming Off the Drums, Love Poems. Love Jones had its world premiere at the Sundance Film Festival on January 17, 1997, and was released in the United States on March 14, 1997 by New Line Cinema. Although the film received favorable critical reviews, it was not a financial success. It is Theodore Richards' only directorial work to date. I wonder the fuck why that is. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why that is, Mr. Theodore Witcher. You know what? The fact that I just figured out like now, in this moment, that this was written and directed by a man, the rest of the movie makes so much sense. (laughs) Because, girl... (laughs) I started watching when I tell you the first five minutes, I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to enjoy this. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to whoever enjoyed this movie. Halfway in, I'm like, snore, snore, wee hoo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yes. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um. Um. I think I don't know who recommended Love Jones. Who recommended Love Jones for this week? I feel like it was me because it's on my list. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah. Was there a reason you wanted to watch this? Because <laughs> it was on your list. It was. Listen, I have all the black movies in like a, a watch list of like things I have uh-huh. to get to, and then I was like, let's just watch this because I was gonna watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. Beautiful yeah. gowns. Um, <laughs> that's about it. Sorrows, sorrows, prayers. Oh, um, yeah. Girl. It's very giving. This could have been an email. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. It could have been an email, a short one. I don't need a five, five paragraph email for this. Um, has anybody seen Love Jones before we watch this? No, I have not. I honestly didn't even hear about it before Nia brought it Probably up. Probably a reason why. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I've heard seen of it. it. Yeah, I've heard of it as well. Actually, what I heard about it was from a podcast where it was like a Kev on Stage podcast where that Mm -hmm. Angel, she was saying that this movie was terrible and Uh that we need to let it go as a black community. Oh, I agree. (laughs) Auntie Angel was on uh, in her bag because what? (laughs) I feel like I was getting this mixed up with that other black film. And I say that vaguely like that it makes sense, but (laughs) (laughs) there's another black film. Yes, when they're sitting in nineties, you know, film, you don't know what I'm talking about. Um no, and I don't remember the actress. It's not Nia Long. I don't think it's Nia Long. But it's like they're sitting at a booth and they have this really iconic scene. Are you talking about the most recent one? Is like a recent No, it's older. I think. Like I, like, girl, I don't know. It's not Love like, and Basketball, is it? No. Hold on. Are you talking about the one with... What? Mm. They're like sitting at a restaurant in a booth and mm-hmm. she's upset about something. Is she, like, is she like, do you even love me anymore or something yes. like that? Yes. Yes. Is that oh new? Oh my god. Hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, god, why can I not his name? Remember his name. I it's not why did I get married or anything like that, right? No. It's it's a 90s film, isn't it? I don't think so. Oh. Where is he? Is it the one with God. Anthony Mackie in it? Wait. Anthony Mackie. <laughs> I think so. Because, yeah, he's t- they're sitting in a booth, and she's, like, essentially saying, like, do you love me? And he's like, you know oh, what? Oh, that... Like that. That's from yes. Black Mirror, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that Black so Mirror? <laughs> I thought that was Black Mirror with Anthony Matthew and um, what's her name? Nicole. Hold on, she was in Sleepy Hollow. Yes, Nicole yeah. Holtz. That's no. Yeah, no. Wait, no. Hold on, Sleepy Hollow. Why is she not in the cast? What's going on? Nicole, Br- um, can't remember her last. Nicole B. B. Harry. Harry. Oh, okay. It is. Yeah, that's uh, Black Mirror. <laughs> wait. Oh, okay. It's a Black Mirror episode. I didn't know that. I thought it. I don't know why I thought it was a '90s movie, but anyway. 
I mean, you were um, right. It was an iconic scene, so we did remember. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go through the small synopsis of this on Wikipedia, and then we can. Just, I'll stop at every few sentences, and we can talk about what happened before that. Um, in Chicago, Darius Lovehall is a poet who is giving a reading at the sanctuary of an upscale nightclub, presenting jazz and poetry to a bohemian clientele. Shortly before his set, he meets Nina Mosley, a gifted photographer. They exchange small talk, and Darius makes his first interest clear when he retitles his love poem, A Blues for Nina. Before we get to this fucking um, embarrassment of a poetry <laughs> reading, um, can we please talk about the conversation that they were having at the table? And I was like, you know what? I do love me an art people, an art black, an artsy black person. But I swear that is like walking in a minefield. I feel like there are artsy black men who are truly into art. And then there are the artsy black men that were sitting at this table pretending like they're into art. And it was giving very much grand rising <laughs> while they were talking. <laughs> it was just like my brain slowly started to tune out the conversation. I'm not sitting at that table. Oh, oh my god, girl. <laughs> I don't even think and you know what is funny? And I was like watching the scene. I was like, okay, wait, do I not like this because I don't really like poetry? Like, I like the wait. act of dissecting poetry. I like watching good poets perform. Me, myself, and I cannot say poetry, do it, or make it. Mm-hmm. So it is a very like above me art form. <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna get it but I appreciate the effort right mm-hmm. and slam poetry is extremely specific because if you don't got the sauce it's so bad it's mm-hmm. so bad and so when this man Darius fucking love hall got up there for the first time after meeting this woman at a bar and re- proceeded to recite a four minute poetry about wanting to fuck her i said (laughs) was that supposed to be romantic because the way that the women in the crowd were reacting i said i must be missing something (laughs) jesus good lord (laughs) comments from the audience (laughs) because That was, it was a I, I'm gonna be honest. I had such bad secondhand embarrassment. I skipped through it. I could not get through it. Like, I couldn't. Like so, when she got to the end, I said, "Oh, okay." So she didn't like it. Cool, cool. Right, okay. right, right. I was not sitting with. Girl, I had hope yeah, in that moment agreed. when she corrected him. I had hope, <laughs> but we just kept going. But continue, Nia. Yes. No, it's just very cringy. It was very, I was like, oh, this script is horrendous. Oh, no. We're off to a bad start. (laughs) We're off to an awful beginning. And it was crazy because they were just like, yeah. Well, he was like, they call me brother of the night. I said, was that supposed to be sexy? I was like, I kept waiting. I kept listening to him recite this poem, waiting for the punch. You know, because in most poetry, when they get to that like repeated line or that punch, right. you're just like, yeah. And I'm just like, if this bitch don't get off the stage, why do you have my name in your mouth? I was just like, what? What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? And so they get out. He does this. They get out the club, and she truly does put him in his place and for that moment that small moment of the movie i had hope that this was going to go a different way but if i would have known it was written by a man i would have put that hope (laughs) in my bag (laughs) so a mutual attraction is sparked between them where please direct me (laughs) toward the mutual attraction darius runs into nina for the second time at a record store and ask her out for drinks. Nina told him it was a bad timing, but Darius was not taking no for an answer. He talks his friend Sheila into letting him copy Nina's address from the check she wrote, goes to another record store to get the Isley Brothers CD she was looking for, and then shows up at her place unexpectedly to deliver the CD and ask her out for a second time. Somebody go before I scream, because I'm about to. Police! Police! 
Nine one one. Stranger danger! Do not let this man in your house. What are we doing? <laughs> I said, "Oh, this is horrendous. She needs to be calling the cops. This is not cute." Doctor activity. God. Oh. I have never felt this indigenous about a female lead staring red flags in the face <laughs> <laughs> and just inviting them in since airs. Because this motherfucker... And it's so bad because the movie is just like, yeah, the characters like in the script of the movie is just like, I know that was bad, that was wrong, but I'm gonna still fucking do it anyway. Because the thing is that Sheila was just like, why the fuck would I give you her address? And then they cut immediately to the next scene he's at her door. I was like, you need to you need to be very specific with me if he took that from Sheila or did Sheila give it to him? Because that then makes me see her in a different light and then him in a different light. I need to know the process. (laughs) Sheila, you said... You said she said, "Why would I give you her address?" And he was like, "Why not?" She's like, "What if her man is there?" That's not the she. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it doesn't matter. She has no man. Do not give him her address. That's like a grounds for getting sued. Cause what? What if he wanted to oh kill her? God. What if he was a murderer? And she was rightfully so fucking upset when he walked into her door. But then she invited him in. And this is what I was, I was like. I was like, sis, <laughs> stand up. Where's that video of that lady girl on TikTok saying, stand up? Because she needs to hear this. I, I was just like, I felt like I almost backtracked to the beginning of the movie when that happened. Because I was like, mm-hmm. what has happened between these two characters that she would ever let him in her house <laughs> to sit and chat? And look through her pictures. And then ask her out on a date. And then as he's leaving, she's like, you know, the next time you want to come over, you should just call me. Because I know my phone number was on the check. Also, can we talk about how checks are wild? My address and phone number (laughs) on a check? (laughs) Also, you know how I know that I live in the 21st century? When they were at the bar and she gave him her full government name, I said, we live in a different time. She said, you know, mostly. I said, what? There's no way I'm being somebody right. at a bar and giving them my full government name. <laughs> anyway, that was wild. And so, of course, um, they go out on a date on his motor. When I saw him on a motorcycle, girl, at first I was like, oh, it's cool. We don't get to see a lot of black men on motorcycles. I don't know why that stuck out to me, but then I was just like, this bitch is just trying to be different. And, and then it irked me. It irked me real bad. I was like, you're riding a motorcycle because you're a creative or whatever the fuck. And so when she called him a black renaissance man, I was like, oh, this movie's trying too hard. <laughs> um. So after this, they go to a party at Vaughn and his wife's house. And this is where my brain said, now it's time to do twice the speed. Because <laughs> when they're sitting around talking and chilling and whatever, the conversation begins off with Sheila saying, well, Sheila was dancing to bongo drums or whatever, right? And I know that there was a big, like, African spiritualism movement in the Black community in the 90s. And these characters are supposed to reflect that. And so she starts dancing and the guys are telling her to stop or whatever. And she says, are you scared? Are Scared of what? Of God? He said, I know Jesus. And then she says, God is a woman. And then immediately the men are, what? God is a woman. And so then Darius tries, <laughs> Darius tries, you know, impress his date and be like, yeah, God is a woman. Why would... God, if God was a man, why would he make man so, um, what is it, fatal? Yeah, basically (laughs) saying that, like, oh, yeah, like, but but women have the ability to make men's blood rush from their brain 
to their head. That's what Vaughn. Yeah, that's what Vaughn was saying. Yes, Vaughn said that. I'm getting to that because this is where my brain shut off. <laughs> Darius was just like, God would never make um man have such a weakness as falling in love with women, right? And so Vaughn was just like, talk to them, talk. He they, they were gassing up Vaughn, and Vaughn says, <laughs> when a man gets an erection, girl, I paused. I said, I, I can't, I can't continue. <laughs> With this conversation, said with a man. I don't like He said, "When, when a man gets an erection, you know where the blood comes from—his head and his feet. That means he's stupid and can't run." I said, "I, I should have known then that the script was written by a man." <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have known then that the script was written by a man. Because then they just kept going and going and going. And it was just, I was, it was, they were saying a lot of nothing, right? And then, and then, of course, Darius takes Nina home and they fuck. And I'm like, you know what? You're in your After 20s. he incessantly pestered her to come inside. Yes. Right? <laughs> Yes, which is uh, oh, which is also crazy. Oh my god, yes. And they went inside and they did the do. And I was supposed to be intrigued by that montage of whatever the fuck that was. And I was like, I don't even understand how y'all kissed. And then the next morning, he asked her, "Did he she regretted or something?" And the movie keeps doing this thing where it's like we're gonna show the characters doing bad behaviors, but they're conscious enough to make quote unquote woke decisions or woke conversations oh, because yeah, the next he morning like, I hope he was think we were moving too fast or whatever yeah she's like no I didn't do anything that I didn't want to do and I was just like why are we I'm like okay if they were actually in love I'm like this is a very healthy conversation but the mm-hmm. fact that I felt no fucking spark and he knows in his brain that he was being pushy last night to check in that morning like I was like what is this is this that thing that they were talking about? It feels like that thing that we were talking about on Twitter a few months, a weeks ago, where we talk about how men learn therapy speech, but still do the wrong thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, with, like, the Jonah Hill stuff. Yes. It's, like, still manipulative. You know you were being pushy last night, and so this morning you're going to talk about, oh, but, you know, I just want to make sure... Yeah, and then having the female character being like, "Yeah, of course I didn't do anything I didn't want." To. I was a girl. I was like, "Okay, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever." So then, they they insist they tell their friends. Now this is the next scene that got me right. Nina goes back to her homegirl, being like, "His dick was just whispering my name, Nina," and I was like, "Okay, the man can lay pipe." whatever and then Darius is talking to Vaughn or whatever and he's talking about like yeah I I I you know we had it good but they both insisted they're just kicking it right this is a mm-hmm. situation ship that's what this movie should be called situation ship <laughs> they're both like we're just kicking it we're just having fun, right? And so then Nina's boyfriend that she just got out of a relationship with um, comes back and says, with the audacity of a thousand tigers, comes back and is just like, um, yeah, here's tickets to New York. I still want to be with you. What? <laughs> and then she agrees and goes. I said, what? <laughs> What world do I live in? And she's having this conversation with Darius, who, mind you, they're both like, we're just kicking it. And at this moment, I do believe they're kicking it too, because once again, I don't see the spark. I don't see the love. I don't see the connection. And so she's like, yeah, well, I'm going to go to New York and chill and we'll see if I can get a gig and, you know, be with my my previous man or whatever. And he's like, yeah. We're just kicking it. And the f- the thing is that sh- Nina went into that conversation hoping that Darius would get mad. Because then that means he loves her. And I was just sitting there like, what part of this movie ever screamed romance to anybody? 
And so she goes to New York, and of course things don't work out. Her ex is still a dickhead. They fought over cereal. She still can't get a job because white men are racist. Darius can't write. He also, oh my God, I wanted to throw up when I saw that he used a typewriter. I said, if this pretentious <laughs> bitch, <laughs> if this pretentious bitch, don't, it's 1997. If you don't get a fucking desktop, even writing think- by hand, I would have felt, I would have found him writing by hand much more mm-hmm. sincere a typewriter get the fuck away from me <laughs> that's the way i just accepted that i said yeah in the 90s cool it, that makes sense no really, i for literally me, look- the way that go ahead, go, ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead the fact that him and nina basically didn't have jobs but had apartments so where did oh, the money girl when <laughs> he stepped inside her apartment i said what was rent in 1997 right. in wherever the fuck y'all are? Because where are they? I don't even know what city they're in. Because her oh, apartment Chicago, main, I think. Chicago? There's no way rent was that cheap in Chicago. She lived in a fucking penthouse. Right. I was like, now his apartment made more sense to me. Because he's a writer. But right. she, they wrote the story like she was a struggling photographer. So unless she had been successful before, there was no way her apartment made sense. <laughs> it has to be. Because <laughs> it did not make any sense. Also, I was just like, I literally Googled when the computer came out. And it was like the late eight, the 80s. Because I was like, there's no way you don't have a computer. Because they're still using pay phones at this time. So I'm like, okay, wait. Maybe they're using pagers, right? They're using pagers and not cell phones. So I'm like, okay, wait. But 97, I was two. There was definitely a fucking computer somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the thing is, even if he was going to use a typewriter, because some companies still did use typewriters, they did not look like his antique 1950s typewriter that he clearly got at somebody's yard sale because he's so different. He's so not like the other people. Girl, what girl. So anyway, while Nina's in New York, she obviously does not call Darius. They're both feeling this ache, which I think is just the need for sex but that's just me um and so nina comes back to chicago and she goes to the the poetry club they see his friends see her there um but she decides she's gonna call she's gonna call darius and the next day she sees him walking down the street with some woman who i assumed that was lisa um and then, so she decides not to call him, and Hollywood shows us up at her studio, which was fucking weird, because also, I don't think I've ever seen a black male relationship displayed like that, mm-hmm. in the way that a lot of female relationships are displayed, like, look at me, I just had dinner with your fucking ex and I'm dropping hints that I might have fucked her and I'm gonna come and basically tell you to your face that was so weird because I'm jealous (laughs) no decorum but like why is that even a thing even (laughs) unless you are in love with this girl like really I just don't know why the option had to be a girl that you i think it was very obvious that whatever his name is was really feeling nina and was Darius, actually very hurt yes. when she left yeah yeah it's just really awful as if it was fucked up oh and the fucked up shit doesn't start there hollywood takes her to a party where everybody's there and so is darius and the minute she gets there she's like are you fucking kidding me and so he's like what kills me he's like man i didn't know they were gonna be here shut the absolute fuck up (laughs) that man was so petty lies 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 and you know republican scandals babe you're just it's nothing's true about it and so she's rightfully upset and she's like take me home (laughs) now and he's like, nah, I ain't taking you the fuck home. I was like, what is, what is with this man? And so obviously this is a window for her and Darius to get back together. 
and Darius is just like insistent on you know making sure she gets home safely which is supposed to be like endearing but they end up fighting and then what happens after that oh she calls him she called girl out of the blue i was like she calls him the next morning it's just like i'm sorry they're both horny they're both like she calls him at night like they're both always like horny it's like stop (laughs) please girl it is nothing but it's nothing but an orgasm that is what's driving them not love and so they don't really know each other at all they don't and the music thing they go out on dates right and then he comes back to her apartment and she asks him to sleep on the couch and he's like man you know you ain't even gotta do all that and i was like once again showing manipulative and pushy behavior only to for it never to be really addressed like nina's okay with it and like that he comes into her room and they slow dance or whatever and then it shows a montage of them dating and then we hear when they got to the montage where he picked up the phone and said lisa and didn't immediately hang up i was like y'all don't need to be together because <laughs> no matter what time of night it is if she called you i've been like click i'm in bed with my girlfriend and so then they fight and she goes to new york her career is good one year later she comes back (laughs) she comes back to the bar she gets on stage and reads a poem about remembering love and then she leaves into the pouring fucking rain (laughs) I, I, i screamed her wig (laughs) (laughs) and then they have her that that is what really killed me is that they had her walk into the rain and then walk back to meet him i -hmm. said it is romantic comedy one it's romantic movie 101 that they both should be talking in the rain why is only one person wet in the scene and they talk about love and making it work and doing all this other stuff and they kiss and I was just like that was a waste of my time <laughs> we're not even gonna mention Vaughn cheating on his wife and his wife just magically coming back with her son I don't even know what to say about that because that was so <laughs> weird <laughs> cause he was like all of y'all can step. You don't know what right. marriage is. You don't know what love is. Love is what you make of it, which I believe that love is not easy. That marriage is you have to work on every single fucking day. That does not give you a right to step out of your life. And then you can't get mad at all your other friends being like, what the fuck, bruh? <laughs> what the fuck, bruh? Like, all right, the movie is over now. What are our feelings? This is not a good movie. <laughs> I understand why it's so loved. It was very disappointing. I feel like I thought it was going to give something because it has such a name and like, like Lorenz Tate, like he still mm-hmm. looks good. Shout out to him. He's still yeah. fine. But at the same time, the, the why are men writing? <laughs> like, I don't know why the man wrote this. And two, I feel like this was, it was like a friends with benefits situationship thing. It reminded me of Nevertheless, the Korean drama I despise. Um, (laughs) She knows that he's terrible for him, that she's terrible, that he's terrible for her, but she keeps going back. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel, Marin? Um, I honestly got bored halfway through. I ended up having to watch it in parts. Um, just because I was like, I can't sit down for an hour and 48 minutes and watch this. I was so confused when they broke up in the last 30 minutes and also got back together in the last five minutes. I was like, okay, don't really know why that was needed. We could have talked it through. Why do you have Lisa's number up there? Because um, I really also oh, did not oh, any sense. Oh, what was girl. The- <laughs> what was the What was the reason? <laughs> Why do you have Lisa's number saved up there if you if this is your girl, if this is a woman that you love? 
yes, I did not like it. So <laughs> I should have known it was written by a man. So far, I have yet to watch a romantic base story written by a man and be like, this was decent. <laughs> not even good. Decent. I don't understand the love for the show. I don't understand the love represented in the show. Um, Nia Long looks great. Lawrence Tate looks great. The black people in the film look good. Um, That's about it. The script is awful. It's like these from, you know how we watched um, The Best Man? And the mm-hmm. conversations that the men were having in that scene. We were like, fuck, this feels so real. The conversation that the characters are having in this movie feel real. They're, they feel so real. They don't feel so real. They're fake. They feel so fake that they could. They don't even seem real. Like, even if I know artsy black people, I feel like they don't sound like that. They don't talk like that. Or if they do, it's it's something missing within the dynamic where I was just like, I should be able to listen to these conversations and learn more about the characters. And I don't. Like, there's mm-hmm. no character depth at all in this movie. <laughs> so I don't understand how it's like a cult classic among Black people. I feel like this is random, but when I was watching this, I was thinking, I feel like this wants to be when Harry met Sally, but make it black. But it didn't mm. vibe because like when Harry met Sally was written by a woman, <laughs> as you can. I was like, this is written by a man. Nope, it was not. Um, and I feel like what made what, what when Harry met Sally good is like they had this sort of banter, comedic mm-hmm. banter back and forth. I feel like this wasn't they didn't have any like but yeah, they bonded off music and the fact that they're both artsy fartsy. And very like eclectic, yes, jazz, yes, all of the stuff. Um, but and the thing is, I like those stuff, but I feel like that was very surface level thing right. for them. Like you didn't really get to like, know them as people. If they were so romantic, there should have never been a moment after that first poetry thing that he did, where he was pushy. Like, if there's supposed to be right. real tension between them, they should have been decidedly standing in front of her door staring at each other, waiting for somebody to give the signal. You shouldn't have to beg to go up to her room. You shouldn't have to have all these conversations that's supposed to make them look like conscious or woke or ahead of their time individuals about consent if you were doing the thing that didn't seem like consent. Right? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of him being like, you ain't got to do this. If he would have respected her boundaries and stayed his ass downstairs and just talked to her from the couch, would have been so much more romantic. Once again, it's written by a man. And it's so crazy how they have all these conversations like, not all we want is sex. Get away from me. That's all y'all do. That's all y'all do. Y'all have sex and fight and break up. <laughs> what? An they didn't have... Minutes of that. Oh my god. Besides, like Nia said, besides them talking over music, they didn't have any deep conversations about dreams or feelings, about their feelings for each other. They don't talk about any of that. It was truly... Even when he... Oh my god, I just remembered this. Even when he was on the beach talking to one of his homeboys, he was like, who is the girl that got away? He didn't even name her. He named some other girl. I was just like, I was really in love with that girl. I shouldn't have fucked that up. What? (laughs) Love Jones gets a God, a four (laughs) out of ten for me. Sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah, I can't agree. Even that sounds right too. Anything below yes. four is great. <laughs> four At is a high number because of the Disney poems. Universe. I'm not a poem yeah. really. Yeah. Also, when the content of the poem is not hitting with your general audience, I think that's one thing that a lot of 
men who write romantic stories forget about is that the audience is a woman a man is usually not gonna watch a romantic movie before a woman does so you can't write the story from a male perspective and not market it also to a male audience because it's automatically a romantic film so yeah mine's was a four what did you say uh Marin? Oh, mine's a four too. I don't like poems, so it lost a yes. lot of points for me in that aspect. Yes. Nia. I was very let down. I'd say three. Um outfits look great. Half of this style has come back around. Um what whoever did Nia Long's bob or her wig or her relaxer did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. What about you, Corey? <laughs> It's a three for me as well. Um, same reasons as Nia. Outfits were great, and Nia Long being in the movie in general kind of gave it some points. Um, yeah, that's like I said, beautiful gowns, gorgeous gowns. It <laughs> <laughs> was not good at all. It yeah. wasn't even like at least like Love and Basketball was entertaining. <laughs> like, at least Love yeah. and Basketball is entertaining, <laughs> even though that movie's horrible too. Even there were some good lines in the best man, like yeah, those, those had like iconic scenes. Yeah, yeah, it does make me ache for more black love stories. It just... I just want a true. I want a by the book blueprint rom com rom com. Like I don't, I don't yes. want to y'all. Just is the photograph a, lo- a rom com? I never saw it. It's the one with. But Lisa it's like Ray. a. It's really heavy on the emotional side because it's all about her mom. Oh. I want generic shit. I want like the yeah, most yeah. of the generic <laughs> shit. Like I don't. Unfortunately, black media has to be deep in some aspects for for it to be produced. <laughs> I truly just want. A college love I, story would be fun. I literally was going through this the other day because I'm I've been like really watching a lot of films recently and I'm like, damn, is there any nineties based films that is not action, that is not comedy, that is just a simple rom com in which it does not delve into some kind of really emotional, deep or like even trauma based thing? I don't need that. I just want I want the proposal but with black people. That's desperately right. what I want. Or like right. um, what's that other one that uh all the ones that Julia Roberts is we need copy paste oh. with black people. No, for real. Copyright. I don't care. <laughs> I need Taylor and Jabari to meet at like a bar and just fall in love and be funny. And like she rips her dress or her heel breaks. And now he has to walk her back to her apartment. Like, something's so stupid. <laughs> like, like, it's oh, so y'all, cliche. Have y'all ever seen Bewitched with Nicole Kidman? The movie that I, I think actually so. heard about that for the first time today. I put it on my list to watch. That's like, it's such a fun romance. I wish we had stuff like that. With like, Will Ferrell, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Just it's heard based about off it. of like the old 1950s show, but it's still like mm. a romance. It's like super funny. Like, we need stuff like that. Like, that's the, that should be the next like black thing in cinema. Like, let's move on from yeah. horror and sci fi and let's do simple romance. Yes. Listen, J Lo, we have our J Lo issues in my household. Girl, I would <laughs> the wedding, cry. The wedding planner. Like, what is she good? Made in Manhattan, she kind of ate. Made in Manhattan, oh, (laughs) (laughs) now give me the big fat Greek wedding. I feel like we had all that. What was the one? What's the one where they were jumping the broom? What is that one? What is oh, yeah, um, wasn't that with um, Paula Patton and I forgot his name. I forgot his name, but he's that really good-looking guy. What's his name? Yeah, he was in Tyler Perry stuff. He was the yeah, it's what's 2011. Yeah, um, Laz oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alonzo, Laz Alonzo, and Angela Bassett. Oh, I was and it's just like else. Oh, I was thinking of something else. What was I? Oh, I was thinking. I'm guess I'm combining two movies in my head. Yes, but like jumping the broom was fun. Even that still had like a few deep moments because the history of jumping the broom. But like, I want, I want, I want that for us. <laughs> <Desperately>. <laughs> like, 
okay we there's still some we have like some we haven't seen so it could have gotten better in the 2000s i see brown sugars here i don't know what that is i've heard of it i thought brown sugar um, was traumatic i feel like that's like a is it <laughs> i have I feel like there's some shit that goes on in that movie oh wow some cheating or something like that oh no um what else is i mean here? how stella got her group back angela bassett that girl okay. that has a lot it's it's fun but <laughs> oh it says brown sugar is a rom-com maybe i'm thinking of a different movie mm. Tay Diggs is also, Diggs in it. isn't tate diggs and how stella got her groove back too he's uh, uh yes, he, he's, okay. he's, <laughs> he was tate diggs was one of the auntie's favorites right he worked yes. with, I he worked with a lot and morris chestnut yes oh yeah morris chestnut especially tate diggs and morris chestnut I feel like black men of our generation are that fine too. They just don't act, and I need y'all to. Fix yeah, that. they don't act. <laughs> uh, Damson, Damson, are you hearing this? Damson interest, are you listening? Is Please, fine. he's he's like the skinny type fine. Like I'm not right. Like, more like I a, need nineties, nineties type fine. Nineties fine. Yeah. All right. Well, other black male actors. There's really not that many that I could think of. There's like, what's that guy who's in Bird Box? I don't know. The black Bird. guy, the main black guy. I've never uh, seen Bird Box. Because he's fine too. Uh, Travante Rhodes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that one. He's almost and 90s Kofi, fine. And Kofi. Yes. Is it the facial hair? I feel like not a lot of men in the 90s had full beards. That's a very 2000s. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And also, I think that, like, because black films were so trendy that they were, like, fine, actively trying to find the next. Mm-hmm. like it guy but now they just are like i don't even know who they're hiring besides like dancing address and like daniel kaluuya kaluuya and then like uh john boyega like, but other than that john boyega and lakeith stanfield yeah. oh see listen i listen lakeith is messy but he's fine to me no lakeith <laughs> is fine as hell but he's not a weird artsy black boy type fine yes yeah <laughs> i need he's i very... need lance cross to be in a, a rom-com today I need to see that Lance man on the who? screen. Lance, Lance who? Gross? See, Gross? Gross? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, baby boy from what the fuck is that? that... <gasps> yes. I, like, I beg. Like, yes. Oh, my yes. God. Please oh. do me something. Put this man in a rom-com. Where is he? Get out of the Tyler Perry shows. I beg you. Please. <laughs> Got typecasted. Oh, my God. Because you know, he was the Tyler... Shining Beacon Tyler Perry stuff. I was like, what? bring him back, please. What? Once Tyler gets your hands on you, it's so hard to come out of that it's shit. Over. It's 42. Why is that? I'm 42? No, I he need it. I need it. Him and then the baby boy from what is the name of that fucking FX show? What is the name of the fucking FX show? Where they're, um, they solve problems. What is it? He was the hacker in the show. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> no. The unsolvables, what is it called? Un un something. Oh, I'll think of it later. FX shows. Let me just type in that. FX shows. Oh, my king, Michael B. Jordan. He's he, listen controversial. Can he act? No, but is he fine to me? Absolutely. <laughs> like listen, I we're feel not, like we're not he asking. He used for... to be fine, but then when I saw that video of him pronouncing Naruto, I kind of like gave up on him. <laughs> <laughs> listen to be an author you don't need to know how to act of him <laughs> explaining that he does like uh, black women and he was comparing it to milk he was like I like and I like chocolate milk and I like strawberry milk because people were confronting him about how he only dates white women <laughs> oh no his character flaw oh my god there's not many, although, and listen, Anthony Mackie, can we, can we not? Like, he's trying Leverage. to try to make him into a heartthrob. He's not a heartthrob. That is funny. I don't know what it is show. about Anthony Mackie, but he reminds me of an uncle. That's why I can't really. He does. <laughs> he, like, he's, like, like, 60 without being 60. Yes. What oh, is the name oh, of this man? James Williams. Abbott Elementary Aldis. has done. Yes. Yes. Aldous Hodge. Aldous Hodge. From Leverage, I need you, A L D I S Hodge, 
from leverage. Ooh, yes. 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 Oh, he's fine. Who is this? Wow. Black Adam. I was like, why does he look familiar? Uh, he was a black Adam. And then yeah. what is his baby boy's name that was just on the Terrell show who was on Victorious? Because he he was oh, oh, Theon. Theon, 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 Theon. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Does he still act though? Yes. He was, an insecure. He was just on Easter's right. Yeah, he was on Insecure. Oh, he was. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Aldous Hodge and Lance Grossy to be in a show together as brothers. <laughs> I was Please. That. I was <laughs> fantastic. Girl, we need a younger brother though. So we got the older in the middle. I need a younger one. Kofi. Another... Kofi Sirubo. So he's 29. Oh, oh yes. Who? Yes. Kofi. Kofi Sirubo. You know? Look him up. Girl, K-O-F-I. that is fine. <laughs> that man is fine. <laughs> Beautiful. K-O-F-I. 29. 1984. Uh-huh. Only a year older than us. What is his last name? Oh my god, my yes. my heart dropped. Oh. oh wow. This is this man. I know who he is. He's so fine. Can we can we do more with him? He's, he's See, actually, okay. We're doing producers who may or may not will probably never listen to this. We're giving like lists. We're giving okay. So here's options. the here's here's the here's the picture. Kofi Sorobe, Lance Gross, and Aldous Hodge's brothers. They mama is rich. They work in a business, not in Atlanta. I feel like we got to pick a different city. New Orleans. Oh, I like that. I like New Orleans. I like New Orleans. And then we have to get, I like Io for a female lead. Oh, That's one girl. Yeah, yeah. Who? Io. Io D- from, uh, the D- from the bear. She's also, she was also in a couple. She's oh. also in Albert. Oh, she's in Bottoms too. The movie she's in she's Bottoms. What's another girl? Oh, I know who she is. Yes, I need another black actress. Let me see. Black actresses under 30. Yara, Yara Shahid. Under 30. Is no. Because so I can't think of anybody. You said no, no to Yara. No. no. <laughs> um, hold on. Oh, Yara can't act. Listen, girl, Yara. No, I was just thinking she's too light skinned. Dominique, Dominique Fishback. Oh, oh yes, no, yes, yes, yes. Dominique Fishback. Dami, Dominique. Fishback, I love her. And then we need a. a, a oh, is a she girl. that girl from the meme? I've not seen what she's in, but like, there's a meme where she looks kind of yes. like. Okay, her. Okay. Yeah, it's her and her and Aldis because they're in their thirties, and then Ao and Kofi because they're in their twenties, and then we need somebody for Lance because he's in his forties. Who is who is oh, who is, oh, who is Arsenal? Bring out Gabrielle. Bring out Neil. Like bring them all out. No, 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 no. I have a girl who I love whose name is escaping me, but she's on my, she's on my board, my Pinterest board for actresses that I would love to work with. Um, God. Ooh. I do love, mm, let's see, let's see. Why can't I remember her name? Um, Kiki is a little too funny. I feel like she would get it, but I don't know if she can. I don't know if she can act. Can we just just drop Kelly in there? Let, let it be <laughs> pretty beautiful people. Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. I just want two beautiful people on the screen, please. <laughs> oh, Kelly. Kelly's good. Homegirl that plays Tiana, the voice actor. Oh, and Nika Nomi Rose. Yes. I keep looking at me Rose. She's good. She's also great. Um, I love her. There's a lot of girls in their forties. I don't we know if Tika's a lot of great actress. There's a lot oh, of girls we can pick in the Sumter, the really pretty. Yeah. Oh yeah, her, her, her. Her husband is fine as hell too. <laughs> oh, he is. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> you said, oh wow. Yeah. See, I need them to be in New Orleans. I need them to be. I don't want them in the re- the restaurant business. Would be fun. Like they run a restaurant. They cook, host. All of that. I don't want it to be nothing to do with hip hop, nothing to do with sports, <laughs> nothing to do, with, <laughs> nothing to do with being a superstar. They can be a doctor. Somebody can be a doctor. Somebody run a restaurant. And somebody be in tech. I love those jobs. Or they can be a family business, like they run a ranch. We always love black cowboys. You know, I mean, but in New Orleans, I feel like it would be something like they run a, like a bed and breakfast and like a really um ancient house not an ancient house but a historical house like in the historical district and then the girls mm. are tourists who come into new orleans like the French so or something. yes and it said whole thing or do i stay or do i go can we do long distance ah 
somebody pay me. I will write up the entire. <laughs> I will I will give you a budget. You can't tell me that wouldn't eat. Oh, I love the three of the men though. Aldis, Lance, and Kofi. Yes. Kofi yes. is so I, I almost forgot I was in love with that man. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is so random. Like, other than Hallmark, there's like no and Netflix doesn't really after to all the boys, they've kind of abandoned well not abandoned, but like all those other ones like tall girl kissing booth are just terrible but like quality rom-com quality romance stuff it's like that whole genre has been kind of it's 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 really geared toward teens now and they don't do it for adults anymore which sucks Mm. (laughs) and you know well hallmark but hallmark's racist I will watch the ones on hallmark sometimes I'll be like I need something I got I need I need a romance (laughs) yeah (laughs) But they'll hire like the same like biracial actresses like same. Christina Milian and and Tamara and like like the same five people. I saw one that was like a black lead, like Hallmark esque kind of film, Christmas. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I gotta watch this. And then it was on it was on Peacock. I was like, I can't, I cannot Another. be paying five dollars a month to be able to watch this movie. And I searched I everywhere and I couldn't find it. I got Peacock just to watch the le- the last season of um House Eyes of Potomac and it immediately canceled my prescription <laughs> after the finale. Oh my god. Nicole Bihari, that is who I was thinking of. N I C H. Oh yeah, we just mentioned her earlier. Oh yeah, yes. Yes, I love her. Um She's the best actress on that list in terms of acting skills. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to write up, that's maybe what I'm going to spend my weekend doing, just thinking about all the happy scenarios that these people can do. And I'm going to manifest it and send it into the ether. And somebody's going to hear me. Because you know what got sent into the ether that I didn't think was going to happen? Fucking Gong Yu and Soji, um, Soya Jin. I, girl, when Wait, they what? dropped that, huh? I, I'm going to show Gong you. you what? Gong Yu is doing a rom com girl and they're married. Oh, okay. No, I thought you I thought you said teen show? married. I was like, what? Yes. <laughs> yes. Corey, your world was about to, was to collapse. Like, Don't give me this news on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Gong Yu and So Hyunjin are doing Yes. And it's based off a book. And they said the book is spicy. Whoa. They said the book is spicy. So let me just drop this link in the chat. You guys can look at that. So Hyun Jin is one of my favorite fucking actresses. And I deserve this. Like we literally manifested this last year when they were taking pictures at an award show together. This is crazy. Girl. Let me show you the pictures of them from last year when they were um oh, contract marriage. Oh yeah, there we go. Oh yes. Hell. We so FYI, when this drops, we will be watching that shit. We will be. <laughs> I'm making everybody watch this. We're all watching it. <laughs> we're all watching it. Like these, there's literally pictures of them looking breathless together from last year during award season. Let me post these, cause girl, we were like, now if God was on our side. <laughs> On the timeline, we were like, if God loved me, he would just give me what I want. And they did. Look how pretty they look together already. Like, it's giving. Mm, it's giving. So I love it. And people said that the oh book God, I love this. The book was real, real spice. And I'm like, I know we're not going to get spice on TV unless they put it on Netflix. But even then, don't, do us, don't hurt us like that. I couldn't take that. I'm just glad that they're in drama together. <laughs> but yes, that was our review of Love Jones and a rant about the lack of rom-coms. I guess I'll have to start getting back into rom-com books. Maybe we should do book club about that. That would be fun. But yeah, um, we'll be back next week. What are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? Prince of Egypt. Ah, Me and Nia are about to be obnoxious as hell next week. So (laughs) y'all to be prepared now. Um, I just want to let my people go. Let my people. I love the lullaby in that song so much. And I low-key can almost sing the song in whatever language that is. It's not. Is it Yiddish? I don't think it's Yiddish. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Yiddish. Yiddish. Yeah. Um, 
but yes so we will be annoying as hell with the prince of egypt next week and we have much more fun stuff to come after that so until next time oh you can always follow us on twitter at commentator tiktok comment podcast i'll get better at posting the episode links on twitter guys i just be forgetting um but until next time i'm tori i'm marin i'm nia and i'm decoria bye